Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The truth is out there. And here, who knows? But either way, we're opening up the Bloom Files here on Post Show Recaps. Hello, Mike Bloom doing his best spooky voice. Oh, I was what wondering why it was so low. I was like, oh, is well, this how we are now? This is coming out on Halloween. And in true fashion, nothing is scary to talk about on the X-Files than cancer and Buddhism. <laughs> True. The two scariest topics. Yeah, we didn't plan this well with uh, what we would cover this week. What would we, uh, I guess, what would, I guess, would the ghost one be? No, that's a Christmas one. I know, but it feels like the most Halloween-esque. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I would have to, like, look. I guess maybe the, the one with the, the cultist act, the community they move into is, like, kind of Halloween. Yeah, and there's some other ones that we haven't watched that are probably more Halloween-y, but. Do any take place on Halloween and, like, make reference to it? I truly cannot remember. I'm sure that's the case. <laughs> but anyway, we're talking about episode, what, 15 and 17 mm-hmm. of season 7. And space Ami and all things lowercase. Yes. We're here. We're here. We we're both, ready. We both got drinks this time. Um. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Angela made me a nice Moscow mule. I did, a Moscow mule. I'm feeling like Alexander Krychek, the Russians flowing through me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's hope that's not the case. Not a big fan of him. Would you, would you kick me in the house, uh, out of the house, if I ever, like, did anything Krychek-y? Yes, he's a bad person. <laughs> Discount double Krychek? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, anyway. We've got this guy for State Farm commercials. Yeah, I've already... A little loopy here. So let's let's get into these two episodes because they are both incredibly different. Well, yeah. So the first episode, Enami, is written by William B. Davis. Oh, cigarette smoking guy. Him, his own self. And oh, so now, given how the episode happens, it makes, yes. now this makes a lot of sense. And his whole concept was about wanting to write an episode where he, as his character, would seduce Scully with something that she cared about medical knowledge. That's like the big thing. Okay. So and we he have, wanted well, to see if he, like, that, that was the whole point writing this was like can my character do this to scully well i think if we did have a connector between these two episodes then it was the act of seducing scully <laughs> truly um so the 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 title i still don't get it outside of what it's supposed to sound like so it it's, sounds like enemy but is it an actual phrase yes it oh. translates from french to english into as a friend 
fine. Yeah, so it's like as a friend. Look at this. But also it me it sounds like enemy. Look at these friends. Or enema. Or, or enema, which listen, this guy's old. Maybe he was due for one. Je suis what is that, Muzzy? Oh, je suis la jeune vie. Yeah. Yes, that's French for speaking. No, these children aren't French, but <laughs> yeah. American. Je suis la jeune vie. That means I am a little girl. Yeah, sure. Oui, uh, oui. Exactly. So that's a fun title, though. Yes, like, it I is. Love, it's a, a literal double entendre. Yeah, and it's, uh, like, very punny. So let's start here with something a little less happy. <laughs> right, truly. So. Family driving home. Yeah, and they're being sort of attacked a la you would get attacked outside of a, a like a Planned Parenthood. <laughs> sort of? Yeah, there's people basically up in arms. The yeah. issue is that this family is extremely religious, and this little boy has cancer. Right, this little boy, Jason. Has cancer, and his parents are denying him cancer treatment. Yes. Because, because they believe that if he got cancer... It was because God gave it to him. Mm -hmm. So if he's supposed to recover, God will cure him. Real biblical. Like this feels straight out of yes. like 600 BC. Right? Yeah, no, well, this is God rough. clearly made you sick. Yeah. He's going to make you better if you deserve to get better. This is tough. And neither of us are in the opinion of being super religious and having those religious ways guide our everyday no, existence. I believe science over religion. Yeah. And I think just to say. from a perspective of not being religious, it's hard for us to get into the mindset of somebody like this. Also, for somebody that has cancer, it's like we always talk about this when we're talking about things that are like cures, yeah. like cure-alls. I'm like, sure, apple cider vinegar might have some health benefits, but it's not going to cure your cancer. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that is like, cancer is a big deal. Yeah, you there's should not probably really just an if and if-then statement that applies to a lot of medicine, right? Yeah. Like, well, if it works for this, then it'll definitely work for this. Yeah, and so it's like, you can't deny that this kid has something, and you can't deny that there's medical science out there that could fix it, but this family has decided to deny that. You know, it is interesting. We don't spend a lot of time with this. And I guess, is this mm -hmm. sort of a purpose bait and switch on William B. Totally. Davies part of where we think we're going to focus on another case of a troubled child? Oh, I really don't... It's, it's nothing to do with that? Yes and no, but I think it's more to entice Scully because it, when you find out later, so this little boy is cured. Mm -hmm. His can't, he, he goes to sleep that night and men show up in his dreams. Yes, he looks out the window and he sees like some shady guys. Some men in black. Here come the men in black. Hope that you <laughs> and remember. they're walking towards his window, and the next day, the boy is miraculously cured of cancer. And, and Scully finds out about this via... They, they both sort of get... They, they're both tipped off, and we find out later that CPG tipped them off. Right. So uh, he purposely cured this little boy to show Scully what he's capable of medically. So that she can help him. So that she can help him. Because yeah, at this moment, we don't know that because Scully gets, for some reason, the local paper, despite the fact that this is where, like, in the middle of the country or maybe... In it's in Virginia, in but Virginia, it's, okay. it's not... Which in D.C., you know. In the back garden. Seems like the boonies. But she still wouldn't be getting the local paper. And then Mulder got an anonymous tip. And they're just sort of like yes. connecting their notes. Yeah, right? Mulder approaches Scully and he's like, wait till you hear about this. And she's like, I already know about this. Super timely. Touched by an angel reference as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you ever see Touched by an Angel? I did, but I can't say that I was like an avid watcher. I don't think I've ever seen. All I know is it's Sybil Shepherd and Della Reese, I think, are the. Yeah, the I mean, it just wasn't. Uh, I wasn't old enough to really. I don't think either that. of us were. Yeah, yeah. I think that was really our territory. Not our territory, and was one wasn't one of those shows. That I say that like having been an avid X Files watcher when I was like ten. But, um, yeah, but listen, no offense to Touchdown Angel. At least the X Files is cool. Touchdown <laughs> Angel isn't cool. No, but you know, I also watched a lot of like 
teen dramas, like, you know, Charmed and stuff like yeah, that. So I can't say that I was, like, very... But it's still, that still also has something in common. Like, yeah. I don't think Touched by an Angel is the same thing as Charmed. Maybe it's uh, dealing with something in the supernatural, I guess, technically. I guess, yeah. But anyway, we digress. Episode? We digress so far. Yeah. Um, so basically, by the time they go visit, like you said... He's cured, right? He's, uh-huh. running, he's running around. And Scully, like, is like, can I ask you some questions? And he tells her what happened. And, and I'm a Pisces. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, praise, praise God. And she, like, examines him. <laughs> no, they do say that at one point. They're like, praise. I, just, I know, but I love the yada, 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 yada. yada. Um, and then so she looks at his neck and she finds an incision exactly like her little neck's incision, basically pointing out that this kid has had what happened to her cure her cancer happened to him and she doesn't even need to connect the dots though because the dot connector is here a big old pen in the form of cigarette smoking man pulls up right sitting there there in his car yeah it's just like hey get in and he's like i did this it was me it was me i did all this you don't need to worry you need to worry about well basically he tempts her this is like the 90s version the 90s equivalent of doing something for the gram (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) like he like is doing it and just like showing up to say like i did this oh i guess yeah in an age of social media how will people know you did anything truly you wouldn't know doing it for the gram is to do something and then just go there show up there to say i did this Mm mm-hmm it's a very small circle of people. I guess the more I think about it, the more you're correct. I am correct. <laughs> so in this moment, he's going to tempt her, though, right? He's yeah. Give her the initial pitch. He's going to say, listen, you want to find the cure to cancer? Here's my card. Come to see the Well, he also lays this honor that he's dying. And mm. since he's dying, he wants to atone for all of his previous sins. And that gives Scully, that's like the perfect way to get to Scully. Because she believes that everybody is like... Good at hearted. Good at heart. Deserves a second chance. And if he wants to atone for his evil and give her the cure to cancer, she can't turn away from that. She's a medical doctor. I don't know if you know this. I don't think she realized that he was doing it for the gram. He was doing it for the gram. Anyway, he gives her his card with her phone, his phone number on it, and she traces it as he suspects that she will. Right. And she goes to his office. What we think is his office initially. Quote, unquote, his office. So you mentioned here that obviously we talk about he's going to say that his his body ain't doing so good after he had that, that, and I don't think it is. After he had that brain surgery, you know, that got the alien DNA in him, so he could be vaccinated from the disease. But I will say, when we saw him last, yeah, I don't know if that was last week or two weeks ago, he looked much worse than he does in this episode. Well, I just don't think we saw enough of him, so they it was like very like quick that we yeah. saw him. I mean, he doesn't really look that bad from the outside. In fact, he looks pretty much the same as he did before. Yeah, he doesn't he Cigarettes looks like, will be hell on a person. Yeah, truly. But, um, yeah, no, he's dying, and I think his whole point here is to get the cure for himself. Yeah. Um, you know, or... That, well, that's gonna be the big plan at the end of the day, right? Like, that's the big con, is that he's gonna get this cure for him to serve himself, but he's trying to present it altruistically right. to Scully, saying, right. I wanna do something in service to men. And I don't even know if it has any... Go. And I don't even know if it has anything to do with curing himself, because I don't think he can be cured with this. Oh, well, I think that's the whole thing at the end, was that yeah. he ends up taking the disc for himself to use. Yeah, and it's, like, unclear whether or not he originally even cu- cured this kid, Jason. You know, like, how did he yeah. get that done? Again, it's it's... They're not necessarily... Like, this is... This is, this is very high level. <laughs> it's mythological in the way of like it advances a singular plot point mm-hmm. forward, but it's not really moving any of these other balls. No, no, no. Forward. And it, I don't think it has anything to do with that. Um, we do have some touch points where we learn. So she goes to visit him. Yep. And she um, 
I guess he, this is like where he explains what he's dying of. Yeah. Which is supposedly that cerebral inflammation due to his surgery that he had during the end of the premiere. And this is when he'll also dangle in front of her. You know, uh, I always had a soft spot for you, you know, when I cured your cancer and everything. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to say like between on a level from one to 10, like Mm -hmm. a level eight, like sexual assaultist in oh, this. Oh, 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 oh Jesus. I did not know where that <laughs> He I just is like the scale without giving me the scale to begin with. The scale in this is that he is just inappropriate with Scully throughout this episode. It's weird. In a way that is like a cringy like father figure slash he's into her. Which is but not the last time we're talking about that over the course of the No, and I just like, this is one of the reasons I don't love this episode is because of the the weird, creepy old man vibes that he gives off. Yeah, it's odd. I can understand why William B. Davies might want to explore this dynamic because we really haven't seen it. We've seen so much of Mulder and Cigarette Smoky Man, but at the same time, I can't say I'm uh, loving the result. Well, it's like it could have just been he's a bit of a father figure. He didn't need to buy her a skanky he's a bit dress. Of a father figure. True. <laughs> he didn't need to buy her a, like a slinky dress. He didn't need to undress her and put her to bed. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to do. And who knows if he actually did that? I mean, who is to say? Got but his goons to do it. Right. Because he didn't find the wire, but he knew the wire was there anyway. So I don't know. But like, it's all just unnecessary grossness, in my opinion. Yeah. We should- I am. Oh. Speaking of wires, we should also mention that Scully has her own sort of, like, plan within a plan, right? She bugs herself, essentially, to basically leave a a trail for Mulder if things go south. Right, because during his um, conversation with her in the office, he basically says, like, I want to take you on a trip. We're going to go get the cure. And she's like, okay, I'll go. (laughs) You're so... Like jukeboxy. Yeah, this is what happens when you get one mass Moscow mule in me. Apparently. You haven't even had it. You've had like two sips. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, anyway, she agrees to do this because she's wearing a wire and she's going to try to send these recordings to Mulder. Right. Meanwhile, Mulder is sort of because Scully left without realizing uh, without telling him what's going on he ends up going to her place and finds out from I guess the super like oh yeah she left earlier with this guy that smokes like a chimney and so the second week in a row where it's like oh yes I remember that man, the only man that ever smoked cigarettes (laughs) in all of humankind. Right. And at this point in time, like it's the, like the early 2000s, like people are still like smoking pretty heavily. Bars still allowed smoking inside. I mean, like like, this is just the start of dare. Um, this is like commercials were barely in infancy. So. As so now we got a little bit of a road trip going on mm-hmm. here though. Uh planes, trains, and automobiles with cigarette smoky man and scully, where basically he sort of like chastises her, slash talks down to her, right, saying, Oh, you keep a wall up around your heart. You know, yeah. you'll die for Mulder, but you won't la- allow yourself to love him. Yeah, her face is like, Oh, <laughs> like, oh you've been reading the fan fiction. Yeah, truly. Um, but anyway, she she's on this little weird trip with him and this is what you mentioned before where he like talks to her about like saving her life but Mulder meanwhile finds a message from Scully on his phone mm-hmm. um, which is suspicious and that's what leads him to the apartment um, and that's how he knows that she's with the smoking man um, yeah, as again the only person who's ever whoever smokes yeah and that leads him to go to see Skinner yeah basically saying like he essentially tattles on her being like uh, well she's clearly gone uh, you know, some things must be happening. And what Skinner's like, I don't have time for this, but uh, Scully actually calls Skinner during this meeting, yeah, and she's right. like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, because at this time, 
Cigarette Smoking Man has taken Scully to get another one of his quote unquote like proof. Yes, his like prodigy type of survivors. Marjorie Butters. <laughs> it's a great name. He's her angel. He's her Della Reese. She, cause she's 118 years old, allegedly. Yeah. And she also has that chip implanted in her neck. Yeah. And, you know, she's a gardener and, and all of that stuff. I think all of that is true. So you think that this part is true? That I mean, I think that he saved people like he saved Scully. Who's to say this person isn't 118 years old? I think it's just weird because, at least from what I've seen so far, we haven't experienced extended lifespan from anyone who's... Yeah, well, and that's what I think he's trying to show here. Who knows if she's actually 118, but she's older yeah, and pretty spry. Yeah, she's, um, she's gardening and everything. And making bread. Um, I I would like to be Marjorie Butter. She seems like she has a great life. The butters to your bread. Yeah, truly. Um, so anyway. Scully's <laughs> going to try to... They pull off at a gas station mm-hmm. and she's going to try to drop tape here. What she Drop does, tape. What she doesn't know is that there's been one of his shady goons. That's yeah, and we don't them. know this is his goon yet. We just think somebody's following them. Yeah. But yes, it does turn out to be a like a an associate an associate of the cigarette smoking man but and he grabs the 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 recording yeah and so she is unable to get that tape to Mulder, unfortunately meanwhile the Mulder is going to ask for the help of the lone gunman yes. who take on a disguise yeah this is the weirdest disguise i've ever seen i never noticed this before but they're dressed as like like the opposite of what they usually are yeah uh, that's interesting that you picked up because i just thought it was generic disguises because so but if you look at frohickey he looks like buyers and if you look at buyers he kind of looks like langley and then if you look like langley it looks like a chef yeah, well, yeah, he had like a weird like. <laughs> He's like a li- it's like a line that. cook. Like. He looks like that guy from Sister Act Two, uh, the one who has like his mm-hmm. hat on his head. Yeah, all I know is that Frohickey had like a full head of hair, and Byers like spiked his hair again. This yeah, dude- Byers is wearing like grunge punk wear. He's wearing oh, like I didn't even notice that, and he has like a fake earring in, and it's like it's not a great disguise. I mean, they're basically they're in disguise, right? Because they yeah they, they feel like they're dealing with some <clears throat> dangerous stuff at the moment, right? Because they've done some diving into Scully's computer because. Most Mulder clearly has said, like, she's missing, figure out where she's gone. Yep. And they find that there's been emails between her and a man called Cobra, who's apparently working on a shadow project at the Department of Defense, which right. he's been corresponding with Scully, quote unquote, about. So basically what we learn eventually is that Sarah Smoky Man has been catfishing yes. as Scully. <laughs> this poor Department of Defense man. this meeting with Cobra. And what I gather from the later meeting between Scully and Cobra is that he's not only been catfishing him as like Scully, but like kind of leading him on a little bit. Yeah. This guy was like, I wish we could be together. And like, then he gets shot and it's like, oh, oh. Oh no! Yeah, I bet you cigarette smoking man's like, oh, I didn't think young men like this. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, women would talk like this. <laughs> to see those emails. Yeah. So, like you said, uh, cigarette smoking man, you know, says, "Hey, we have somewhere to go," and gives her this saucy little number to wear. Well, first she wakes up in a cabin in Pennsylvania in, in pajamas yeah, in Milford, Pennsylvania. Is that anywhere? I forget if that's anywhere near like any areas we've been. Milford's pretty far out, but um, actually, no, Milford's pretty close to the New York border. I feel like I've heard. I know people from Milford. Yeah. Anyway, um, she accuses the CPG of, um, drugging her. She's like, you drugged me. And he was like, no, you were just exhausted. I was just trying to make you comfortable with these silk pajamas. And he's like, but don't pay attention to this. Let me provide you with one big earth shattering revelation. Well, yeah. So she's like, we just don't have the cure to cancer, but to all of human disease. What I hate about this is that she's leaving. He's like, you can leave. You're free to go. Yeah, you can go. Bye. Psychology. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's when, no, it's that, it's that really frustrating thing, right? Of like, you could go, 
but don't you want the cure to all human disease? Yeah, it's like the choice is yours. Um, and so I guess she stays. <laughs> yeah, so they go to this dinner, right? And it's a little mm-hmm. bit like a weird. They they don't exactly meet uh, because it you know cigarette smoking man and Scully are having a conversation. Seems like Cobra overheard it. Well, so what happens is that Cobra. Um, his last message was where they're supposed to meet. And so obviously the cigarette smoking man knows this. They're supposed to meet at this restaurant. Yeah. And so they're having dinner and then, um, he doesn't approach them because she's with the cigarette smoking man. Right. So he thinks that something's up. So he, the Cobra waits and yeah. then slides a note under her thing to tell her where to meet. Yeah. To go to Calico Cove at first light of day. So, so what's, medieval. what's wild about this is that. He, Cigarette Smoking Man doesn't think that he came. And yeah. then Scully tells him. So if Scully hadn't said anything, like, I don't know, she could have met this guy on her own. Yeah, though I don't know how she, how she would have done that. She doesn't know where Calico. Away. Maybe she's like, okay, you know what? I will, I will take your offer. I'm going to leave at this moment. Yeah, really. Um, but prior to that, I do think we have a little bit with the mo- lone gunman and they're going to go to Skinner to find out why Scully was communicating with Cobra and they find that Scully's computer was hacked. Right. So. They basically find like, oh, she's, it says she read the emails, but she never actually read the emails. Yeah, it wasn't her. It was somebody else. Change your passwords, people. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to Calico Cove next day. Calico Cove. They go out into the the, the middle of the water, spy style, right? Where Yeah, it's like he, a river. It looks like a little bit of a, a, a GameCube CD, like one of the mini CDs. It's like a mini disc, yeah. And it's like perfectly, like... For this time period, right, it's, very, it's perfect. Very espionage. Right? Yes. This contains all the information you need. Yeah. And so he is like, oh, here it is. And he gives it to her. And then he's killed right as she's like, I don't know who you are. Yeah, he gets gunned down. Turns out that the goon was a sniper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the goon was about to take out Scully. Yes. As well. And luckily, um, he gets killed. Yeah. I mean, listen, say what you want about the cigarette smoking man. At opportune moments, he will have a heart. I don't even know if that's it or he was just tying up his loose ends and like figured he needed Scully to get that disc back, you know? I guess so, but he could have just gone out into the middle of the water and gotten it. Yeah, it's inconvenient. You know, let's have her come back to shore. Yeah, so cigarette, so Scully ends up coming back. Yeah, and when he takes, this is like something that I, it's hard to notice, but when he helps her out of the boat, he swaps the discs. Oh, the amazing Malini would be so yeah. proud. Of yeah. Slight of hand work. And so. The disc that she now has that she immediately brings to the lone gunman is blank. Yeah. Then there's this thing, right? Where like he, yeah, takes it from her initially and he's like, here, you have it. You mm-hmm. think it's like such a gesture of goodwill, but nope. This was the con all along. Yeah. He, the CD was switched out. And even when Scully goes to like visit him to confront him, his office is empty as yeah. it never existed. Yeah. Exactly. There's nobody there. And Mulder's like, this was a con. Like you yeah. were conned. Um, and, and he feels to the extent that. He thought everything was made up between Jason and Marjorie Butters and everything. It seems like you're saying that maybe that's not I think that, true. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Jason was cured of cancer. The same thing that cured Scully. But the reason behind it was to lure Scully in, not out of his goodwill. You yeah. know, it's like he just did it because he knew that would capture her attention. Like, he could have picked any random person dying of cancer, but he knew that one would get a news article and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, And then who knows about Marjorie Butters? Maybe she was cured, too, and maybe he did that. To test it, you know, maybe it was a test a long time ago. Maybe she's like a... Who knows? So, it ends... I don't know. It ends here, though, with a little bit of tete-a-tete between the two, right? Of like, oh, he's truly evil. No, for Mm -hmm. one second, you know, I saw a little bit of beauty within the beast. Yeah. Um, 
So just to show that, like, yes, this dude is bad, but hey, you know what? Yeah. Maybe he's capable of, you know, thinking of things other than his lust for power. Well, and so the little side note about this, the script, when it was being written, was revised a couple times because there were a lot of scenes that were cut, including one teaching Scully how to water ski. What? <laughs> and the original script also featured one, Alex Klychek. Oh, okay. Well, you must be very happy. What was, why? It was cut. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would make sense if he was the goon. I think it was just like he had a, he had, yeah, maybe he was the goon. I don't know, but they were like, uh, it was too, it was, I don't know. It was cut. All right. Interesting. Well, I would have loved to see Scully, specifically yeah. William B. Davies teach Scully how to water skate. Yeah, and I guess that he had all these ideas and like he was happy with it at the end, but you know, there was a lot that was going on. Right. And so I'm going to assume that this is the end of the oh no, cigarette smoky man is sick storyline. Yes. I mean, that will, ha- you'll see more of this, which is annoying, but, um, I think the main point here is that like it's meant to show you that like Scully was manipulated by him. Yeah. Like she isn't infallible. She isn't somebody who can like, she's not always the right one. Yeah. Now even she has a little bit of an ax to grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Right. Of, of like, okay. You know, Mulder obviously has a lot of stuff between the two of them, but now mm-hmm. Scully's like, okay, now, now I see what he's capable of. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to stay on all things Scully. Literally next. We're talking about all things after this message. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You know, the stunt actor was used for the where Scully's driving the boat. Wait, a stunt actor was used when driving the boat? Yeah, so like I was just reading the stunt actor was used for Jillian Anderson when she was driving the boat. I mean, that makes sense. Because she, she can't drive a she boat. She can't drive a boat, yeah. Anyway. We're back. <laughs> Fun little tease to take you into this next part. Because um, it, it makes sense, though, because we open on, you know, Scully talking about, like, uh, the yes. thousand lives that we take. What if I did learn how Mike to drive Mike Bloom, a- you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
All things. All things. One of your favorite episodes. It is one of my favorite episodes. And I won't say that it's one of my favorite episodes just because of like the relationship drama. I oh, think yeah, it's because, because of the, the, the coitus, the confirmed coitus. But I think it's amazing from a story perspective and a filming perspective and a writing perspective. Jillian Anderson like outdoes herself here. So is this the first time she did this? on the X-Files. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, I mean, it's interesting. It was um I think I think it was the first time. Okay. Unless I'm wrong. I mean, somebody I can mean, tell again, me. If they're, if they're thinking that this is the last It's the one I remember. I can imagine her being like, "All right, you know what? Let me do one." And it isn't really connected to the wider arc. No, absolutely not. It's this more of a character situation. It's, it's a deep dive into the Scully character, specifically like a blast from the past. I think her own reconciliation with the ideas of mm-hmm. faith and determinism. And also religion. I mean, a she, bit of religion in there, yeah. she is very much so. And this is like integral to Scully is like, what's her relationship with God? And now that she's cross. discovering Buddha, you know, like, I love it. Yeah. Um, the music in here is like Moby. Primo. It just like really drives the whole episode. It's this very yeah, it's like really, it's really unique. It's like a heartbeat almost. Yeah. It's, in- it's interesting that we keep bringing it back. It almost seems like it's out of almost a different movie. Mm-hmm. Like if this was, it, I could un- see them taking a version of this script and adapting it into its own separate film, almost like run Lola run about this idea of like, you know, determinism and happenstance and meeting people. Like, yeah. There, there could, there are some interesting ideas in here that I would say almost transcend the show. Well, yeah, it's very ph- philosophical. The whole episode is all about fate. Um, you know, what we can affect, what we can affect, what leads us, what choices we make lead us to where we are. Right. And that's what Scully narrates about almost uncharacteristically in the mm-hmm. beginning. Right? I think that's a good hint as to where we're going this episode or where we're going immediately as well uh, yeah so the beginning of the episode let's just dive right in yeah. we're in uh one fox Mulder's apartment but we don't know that yet all we see is dana scully uh the one and only mm-hmm. uh getting dressed in front of a mirror she's like very disheveled she's getting dressed she's kind of like looking at herself like you can tell there's like something like she's like done something intense yeah. and the music like leads you to that and we kind of pan over as she leaves the apartment and we see um, a half-naked Mulder. Yeah, I, I did not recognize this as Mulder's place at first. It is his place. You can tell by the blinds on the window. Mm, he has by that, the blinds? Yeah, he has these like, weird wood blinds. Um, anyway, it's his place. Yeah, and I mean, there, all, Admittedly, there are several pieces of interior decorating that I did not recognize between like the fish tank. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. It's his place. They they did it. They went had from waterbed to fish tank. Coitus confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Happened. It happened. Um, and it's weird because we see, we don't even see like what led into it at the end of the episode like we thought we would. No, and you, I don't know that there's tons for you to know about that other well, than. Well, I mean, I have, uh, I have some images in my head. No, but I think that like, <gasps> I think what led into it is, you know, she fell asleep there. I, you imagine something like happened. Wake up, do me. Right. But I think what <laughs> they, right before they fall, she falls asleep, all they're talking about is what led us here. Imagine yeah. what things would be. And like, he's like, I don't know what things would be. And then, you know, she's asleep and he tucks her in and it's very precious. But anyway, that's jumping ahead. Right. The whole episode um, sort of starts here, but then we flash back. Yeah. Three days. So there's a little bit of, of odd sort of separatist stuff going on. Yes. Mulder's concerned. Well, and this is, I think, why Scully has this like epiphany is that like they're they're falling apart a little yeah, bit at this point. Because Mulder's gone down the umpteenth rabbit hole. This time it's about computer generated crop circles. Yeah. And she just like loses it. She's, she's just going to town <laughs> on a salad. She's not listening. Yeah. And she's just like, I, pardon like me, but I don't care. Like, yeah. This is, and we've gone this a couple times, right? Like I'm thinking yeah. specifically back to 
to the the body switching Michael McKean episode, yes. right? Where there's like the why don't you have you ever thought about just living a normal life? Right, but I think in those instances she's still sort of committed to the mission. Here she's like truly just like does not want anything to do with these crop circles. She's just like, I don't, I'm tired. Like, yeah. I don't want to do it. She feels like Mulder's always chasing the next big thing. She mm-hmm. literally asked him, why don't you just stay still? Yeah. And like, he, um, is basically like, okay, well, I'm going to England to look at these crop circles and Stonehenge. Um, you're coming with me. And she's like, mm, uh-uh, not coming. He's like, fine, I'll cancel your ticket. And that's like where they leave it. Yeah. And so, but in the, and he's like, do me a favor though. Exactly. I need you to go pick up some docks from a dock and the dock docks. Yeah. And, um, her first stop is actually to the hospital where she's going to mm-hmm. go pick up some autopsy results. So let's talk about some cinematography choices because there are several points throughout this episode when things will just like slow down slow down for dramatic effect almost to show like the sliding doors right the butterfly effect happening it's it's the butterfly effect it's the chance it's the choice that you make during that moment so like when she's in the hospital and she's going to grab those results it's if she hadn't taken that envelope if they had real if the envelope didn't have daniel waterstein's results in them like all of these things had to happen Mm -hmm. for her to get to that point so it's like showing you that yeah so let's talk about that but i will say that our tv did glitch during this time so it was much slower than it was supposed to be super dramatic you were like is the tv broken i'm like yes and no (laughs) everything moving in slow motion i was like yes it is but it is (laughs) slow-mo yeah so let's talk about this because yeah she gets handed Mm -hmm. this envelope so this these are the wrong test results yeah so she's supposed to have done an autopsy and get is going to get the results from that autopsy they give yeah. her the envelope it says the person's name on it but the results inside are daniel waterstein so she goes back to the desk and she's like i think i have the wrong results and the nurse is like oh mistake swaps them out and she goes um quick cue is the d waterstein dr daniel waterstein and like She's like, oh, yeah, he is. And he's in this room and then blah, blah. And like, she's like, hey, giving away a lot of information. They did give a lot of information away. But I guess if she was like cleared to get results, maybe she's they she's a medical doctor. Yeah, um, um, they're going to they're going to give her a lot of leeway in the rest of this episode as well when it comes to the hospital. But yes, she's going to go, you know, she's and gonna, so she's curious. She's like, I got to go see him. So she's going to see Dr. Daniel Waterstein uh, almost like lying there comatose in a bed. Well, yeah. And so we'll find this out. But she her relationship with him is that he was her professor in medical school and she had an affair with him. He was her mentor and she had an affair with him. And then she decided to join the FBI and he basically like disavowed that he was like, I like, no, like that's not a good idea. You're making a mistake. And she was like, okay, well I'm leaving this and I'm leaving you and like, bye bye. That's, it's so so you have to think about like, they've added this in here. Like Scully season one, episode one is, yeah, like that's post her relationship with Daniel Waterstein. Like yeah. and it seemed to, and it was a, a sordid affair, obviously like she's much older now, like ruined his family. I like mean, you see her and him now and it's like, it's a, eh, but it's, it's a fine. Little, a little bit of a May, December going on. Yeah. But it's not bad. Cause she's so, she's not old, but she's more mature and he's right. like not ancient. He's but the like, more you think about it, the more you're like, Oh, that's, Oh, yeah. that's, oh, that's manipulative. And we find out that he's very sick. He's has an undiagnosed heart condition. Um, and she basically, is like questioning whether she made the right decision to leave him and medical 
Yeah. Work. Well, initially, though, she, like, just snoops in and yes. she freaks out and goes home. And then she gets a call from his daughter? Yeah, so his daughter's name is Maggie. And she finds out I, that... I wasn't sure if he was just chasing another piece no, of No, no, it's his, it's his daughter. And she knows who it is. And, like, she basically, like, knows that Scully was yes, there. Yes, but we don't know who she is. There's this weird thing they do when yeah. she's talking on the phone. They, like, put the top half of her face in yeah. shadow to be like, oh, she's this mysterious person. Right? I like, guess, yeah. No, not just, really. It's... Not Waterston's daughter. Yeah, Mike's not only a mystery here. (laughs) And so, yeah, she's very resentful of Scully because her dad, like, crumbled after Scully left. Yeah. So, really, really effed up their life. Um, So, she's, like, she basically calls Scully and is like, hey, he's asking for you, but, like, we're not cool. Yeah. So... uh as you know this is scully does go back and talk to him a little yes. bit and this is where like you said we get a lot of this really intriguing backstory i mean maybe one of the reasons why she left medicine was because this type of thing was going yes on. yeah i mean impressionable young student and older professor like not a great vibe but not a great i guess vibe they were the in love so they say they have, they have a nice rapport. They do. And I, you can tell that they both respect each other, but like he doesn't respect or he didn't approve of her decision to join the FBI. And she yeah. basically questions. And, like, and that's still something that he holds resentment for like, yeah. like 10 years later. Well, and apparently we find out in a little bit that he came to, he's been in Washington. Yeah. For 10 years. Because after his life fell apart, basically, like, he got divorced from his wife. And, and he just, came to find he's her. He's been slumming it in D.C. for 10 years. Like, for her, which is wild. Yeah, that's... So... Oh, that's... Oh, that's awkward. It's super awkward. And she basically is, like, questioning whether she made the right call to, like, leave him. And, like, he basically puts her whole world into a spin here. And things spin even more as, you know, she's pulling out of the hospital and she nearly runs over... Yeah, another slow-mo situation with... This random young woman. Yeah, so we're going to see this lady throughout the episode. She's, like, a blonde woman wearing a hat Mm -hmm. and a tan coat and, like, classic early 2000s, like, running sneakers with socks and, like... I love to describe this outfit to the T. I do. I want people to know. And so he basically, she avoids like colliding with a truck. Yeah. Um, and like if the woman hadn't stepped in front of her, she would have died. Right. You know, so this woman keeps so, so popping she's up. A, her own guardian angel. Yeah, kind of. And I mean, like she keeps seeing her. So she's clearly like something that Scully's imagining almost. Um, so anyway, uh, this is right before that too. Mulder calls Scully and is like, "Hey, I need you to go f- hey, talk to that thing. I need you to go talk to this associate of mine. Her name is Colleen, and she has some information. I need you to go get it. Go get it." Yep. And so she does, but it turns out to be a much more inspirational visit than she might have initially thought. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First of all, this lady is like, I like her as an actress. She's from like a few things. Mm-hmm. Um. Including. Oh, her name is Colleen as well. Colleen <laughs> Flynn. Yeah, she was in a few things. I just I can't remember. I mean, she's like one of those actresses you see a lot. Um, anyway, I think the big thing is that like she shows up at Scully shows up at her door and she just all of a sudden is like, you've been through a very personal crisis right now. And Scully's like, Oh, I almost got in a car accident. She's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. That's not little. Like she like yeah, is like it's, it's weird. Like they're trying I think they're trying to personify her as like almost a mystic. Yes. Right of like mm-hmm. oh, and I think she a little I bit feel is feel the bad aura around well, you. 
And later when she goes into her house, it's like very much so that vibe of yeah, like new age. It's interesting though, because her history though is that she was a doctor. Yeah, she was a doctor. She was totally science over faith all the way and then had her own personal health scare, health scare and found Buddha, I guess. Yeah. But what, what makes Scully pause is that she finds a picture amongst what the information that she's given of the heart chakra yes. crop circle, which given Dr. Daniel Waterstein's heart issues almost feels like a sign mm-hmm. from above. And so Colleen also shares with Scully the Buddhism stuff here. And like, she's talking about things like collective unconscious, like mm-hmm. how we're all connected and all of these things. Like we were talking about the aura and whatever. And she's like, maybe all of this is explaining what's happening to you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, she's going to go back to Daniel we can have more little like heart to heart situation. I mean, heart to bad heart. Yeah. Uh, th- there's this really awkward moment where she reaches out her hand mm-hmm. and he like doesn't no. hold it. He more so like touches the fingertips. Like, yeah, it must be something that they've done before, but they're like touching and then they clasp hands and then they're holding hands. And then she lays on him and then he almost dies. Yeah, maybe he was just so excited that like his heart gave out. Anyway, she has to like pull out her MD here and yeah, like which is like she doesn't need to though. This is the wild thing is he flatlines, we cut to commercial, we cut back from commercial and she has the paddles. Yeah, no, she's like well she started CPR. I think like if somebody starts CPR, they like they're the ones that are in charge. <laughs> No. In a hospital, you don't know. But this, that's not protocol whatsoever. If there was like a lifeguard mm-hmm. was giving sleep, I'm not like, all right, here you go. Take the paddles. You can do my job for today. Well, I think maybe the whatever these nurses trust her she that knows was just wild i don't know if somebody were if i was a nurse and like i knew my skills and somebody like scully stepped in i would be like yeah okay give it a go like <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know how it works but I either th- way she saves him um but we find out she also put him in a coma <laughs> good news bad news situation like i guess his heart is so broken that he's now yeah. in a coma and so she's walking around and she's sad and she's walking through Chinatown and she sees the woman again um, across the street. And so she decides to follow her and she follows her into a Buddhist temple. Yeah, an apothe- <laughs> like an apothecary. Yeah. And inside of here, Scully has what we can only call a vision. <laughs> I suppose so. She, so she's in front of the Buddha shrine. She sinks to her knees. And she starts like praying almost. And she's yeah. having some kind of like moment, some yeah. experience. And her mind flashes and we see actually a pretty familiar sight to X-Files fans, right? Like this is usually used Floating to, body. to imitate alien abduction is yes. like the all white light, naked mm-hmm. body floating. But what we do, we don't usually see is a see-through chest and his heart. Yeah, we see Dr. Daniel Waterstein naked and all of a sudden we see his entire cardiovascular system like he's one of those see-through models. Yeah. You yeah. see in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> that rough show that they did with prisoners a long time ago. Um, you know, the bodies exhibit. Oh, yeah, the bodies exhibit. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. But yeah, it's, it's, I'm not entirely sure. I, is this just supposed to represent to Scully like this will be the way to cure him? Yes, I think it's supposed to represent to her that or like, like he has a heart. Both. That was <laughs> heart work, Scully. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but I think it's more to show her that like she needs to go back to Colleen and talk to Colleen about um Buddhism and how to heal somebody that's not through a doctor. Um Yeah, because she's going to recruit some sort of like faith healer. Because the yeah. next time we go to the hospital, the doctor walks in and is understandably outraged when he's yeah. <laughs> this guy's like super over it. Dr. Daniel Washington's body. Yeah, and Scully's like, you know what? But like, what's the harm? 
Like, and I, I totally agree. Like, if as long as you're doing everything you can medically, what is the harm? See, <laughs> I would say that, but also clear it with the doctor mm. first. Scully is the doctor. Like, I don't think a doctor should be able to walk in and be surprised by what's going on. I guess so, but you should also be able to do whatever you want to your family. Do you think Dr. Daniel Waterstein was like, no matter what, whatever happens to me, Dana Scully <laughs> has, like, command of this. No Probably. She, she will have, she has supervision above the doctor. Yeah. So anyway, they heal this dude and he fully recovers, but and he's just like, I want to be with you, Scully. I want to be with you. And she's like, I am not that gal. Yeah. She feels like the, this whole entire vision quest that she's been on represents the fact that he essentially has been running away from the truth yeah, and needs to own up to the damage that he caused himself and his family from 10 years ago. And not only that, he's been sort of stuck still. He's yeah. been sort of like... He's, he's, he's been living in the past. Living in the past, not moving forward, and like she has. Like she... She's a medical doctor. She's a medical doctor, but she's also an FBI agent, and she also is like BFFs with Mulder. Yeah, about to blink Mulder. Yeah. And so she's just like... Okay, we're done. It's this thing where I think her mind was really torn asunder throughout all this. It's clear talking with Dr. Cause she didn't, she didn't expect to see him. So yeah, it really and, threw and her for a loop. She also drudged up a lot of feelings, right? Like she, yeah. she vocalized how seeing him brought up a lot of doubt to her of like, did I make the right decision? Should I have gone stuff? to the FBI? You know, you were someone. But then she realizes like, this is what I did and it, this yeah. is where I am and I just need to move forward. She realized the, that it's a, it's a thing of the past and it should remain in the past. Yeah. And so she basically says like, no, I'm not giving you another chance. Yeah. She's like, you need to GTFO. go, fix, you need to go fix your family. You need to be there for Maggie. You need to like live your life. Um, and she leaves. And so she's outside of the hospital sitting on a bench. Moby's playing and she sees the mysterious woman again. Yes. And he, she is able to chase after her and actually tap the her, shoulder, but it's not her. It, well, yeah. So as soon as the person turns around, it's Mulder wearing a baseball cap. <laughs> Which but you also, just like didn't like that cap. But also, well, for, yeah, first of all, the cap did not look good on him. It was a Stonehenge cap. It was like from his travel. Second of all, though, the, the jacket is the more questionable choice. I nah, know, it was I know, fine. I know that obviously you want to go for like, oh, he was wearing the same jacket, but like, it does not look good. It's just good. a tan jacket. I don't know why you're so up in arms about it. It just looks terrible on him. Anyway, I'll be upfront. <laughs> it looks terrible on him. Okay. Throw that in the trash. Okay. Holder. Okay. Get over it. Um, so basically we are, um, to th understand that she's been sort of chasing after, um, like, to get back to Mulder. Right. Like she and her life with she him. Was the, again, this guardian angel led her back to him. In particular. Yeah, and what her life was and what her life is. You know, not necessarily in the past, but in the present. So they sort of ruminate on the day, right? Like you know, Scully says, "Not sometimes nothing happens for a reason." Mulder and Mulder's just like really existential about it and he's like implying that fate is the thing that brought them together like what if we had taken a, a different turn at any point and what if we had done this and she's like yeah like well, what if we had done? and then like then she falls asleep well he's yeah. like ruminating on philosophy yeah he does like, oh, scully scully and then the soundtrack plays one more time as Mulder pulls a, a blanket over him while she's like yeah. cast out in his little futon yeah yeah and then we assume that well what's interesting about that is that um you know Jillian Anderson didn't write the episode implying that they had had sex, but the production crew like felt it was like natural to suggest that. So like they just kind of evolved that into a romantic one. So interesting. Cause yeah, I, I still do wonder how this cute gesture then leads to something fairly carnal that leads to like her embarrassingly getting up and leaving. Well, I don't think she's embarrassed. I think she's just like, this is what happened. Like that they have a romantic relationship as well as a professional one. Yeah. But like, 
You could wait for him to wake up. I guess so. It seems like it's the middle of the night, though. Which is also worse if she leaves. You know what? No, you don't get to judge her. All right, I'm not going to judge her. (laughs) You know, she's lived a story so far. Yeah, Yeah. this this is a really it's a great episode, unique episode of the X Files. Why is the title in all lowercase? Um, Well, I think it's just to represent that. I, I honestly don't know the answer, but my opinion is that it's to represent like that. It's about like the saying like in all things mm. you know like in all things we are this and all you know like that how people say that i think that's supposed to be it okay yeah if anyone has any information as to like yeah i mean i'm I'm sure that it's like something but i i don't know i just kind of always thought it was like about how you say that instead of like it being a um a proper noun yeah it's an interesting it's part of a sentence of like holistic medicine because i feel like yeah. we haven't really tackled that <laughs> Yeah, yet, you know, non-medical. You mean Eastern, yeah, not no, Western? You feel like in the like late '90s, early 2000s, there was that idea of like you know Native American spiritual totems instead of medicine. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is another connector between these two episodes, right? The idea of faith over science. Yeah, and I think also you know there's um, you know a lot of um, ties to other episodes like all souls and like all of you know i think that there's other things in there but i you know again i don't know yeah oh this is interesting i, I just read this from spencer because i guess he listened to the the dvd commentary mm-hmm. from jillian anderson says apparently the original backstory uh for scully and dr waterston was much darker yeah <laughs> a divorce his wife hung herself yeah cool we don't need to go into that <laughs> yeah that's uh that's terrible uh, and that would really be like, uh, hey, you really have to deal with your stuff because you broke up your family in so many yeah. ways. I'm imagining this is the last time we see this guy. Yeah, we don't see him again. But I do like that there's this idea also throughout this episode of like, um, we can learn from like intuitive women's intuition or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. But like sometimes when things are irrational or quote unquote, like, what, you know, when people are like, oh, you're just like overreacting to something. I think that that's sort of represented here as well, which I like. That's a, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. I didn't even think about it that way. I know because you're a man. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, is that Scully, I think, is is all just questioning her own guidance and the fact that she was able to guide herself down the, the correct path. Right. And in the past, it. you know she really like let him guide what she wanted to do. And so stepping away from that and, um, you know, having him not really direct her life, I think is. Yeah. Having a, almost like another uh, confirmed yeah. affirmation of no, you're okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm me and I make my own decisions and they lead to me doing stuff. Yeah. With it's, really, it's really interesting journey for, for Scully. Cause like also Mulder being away, almost forces her to take on a bit of that Mulder role yeah. as well of like, okay, I have to handle all your crazy crap. Oh, there's that. This is actually interesting. Right. And I think also the fact that previous to now, she's been like aggressively Catholic yeah. um, <laughs> is nice that we get this sort of change where she can like change her beliefs and we get a little bit more of her view on that. Is this, incorporated into the character moving forward? I think so, to an extent. Like I don't think... Lisa Simpson became a Buddhist? No, I mean, she's not a Buddhist now, but she, like, understands that, like, um, you know, there's more to spirituality than one thing. Yeah, than, like, the, the one specific sect she's been a yes, part of. Yes, exactly. Let's talk spooks on this spooky day. Uh, so, Cigarette Smoky Man is specifically when he undresses Scully and puts her to bed. That's a very good call. <laughs> uh, you know what, spook? I also might spook 
Jason's dad. Like he seemed <laughs> he's the pretty most spooky. devoutly God fearing one. And then uh in all things Moby. <laughs> the singer Moby. <laughs> the singer Moby. No, it's gotta be for me Dr. Daniel Waterston. Oh yeah, for sure. Stun. For sure. The, the, the Waterston. Little, little perf, little mustached perf. Yeah, I didn't like his mustache. Not a mustache fan no. over here. Maybe do you think do you think he had the mustache during the affair or did he grow it afterwards to like disguise himself? No, he seems like one of those like salt and pepper, like silver fox types. Mm-hmm. All right. So two big episodes of the X Files that unfortunately involve people doing uh awkward things to Dana Scully. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah. But we have moved on from that. We're rounding Oh the baby on season seven. Two more episodes, and then we're finishing off with the finale next week. Uh, sorry, in two weeks. Next week is Season 7, Episode 19, Hollywood AD, and Season 7, Episode 20, Fight Club. Yeah, these are great episodes. You're going to really enjoy them. So Hollywood AD, I can only imagine where that takes place. Uh, yes. A, fight. a lot of guest stars. There- I will tell you that Kathy Griffin is in Fight Club. <laughs> But is it legitimately? No, like, no, 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 okay, no. It's, it's just, just like, like a. It's well, like a fight, fight club is popular at the time. Let's have no, it's just the title of the episode. It has to do with fighting, but it's like, like I'm not even going it's to not it. No, it's not. It's not fight club. <laughs> I was so confused when I. I mean, I guess in a in a way, but no, it's not Why really. Do they call it fright club. Um, I I, I don't know. I think that'd be funny. Oh, good. Though you should we'll write. See. You should write to them. Yeah, dear Chris Carter. <laughs> I know I'm several years after the fact, and I do apologize. Why did you call it Fright Club? Sincerely, Mike Bloom, age thirty-two. Sincerely, Mike Bloom. Parentheses, Mister X. Yeah, Mister. Oh, yeah. I'd probably go back to student for that because he'd like that. It'd be so mysterious. Mister X Files. Oh, <gasps> I should change it legally. You should not. I'm Mister X Files. Oh now. my god. We need. We need to go. We need to get out of here. Uh, this has been a, a great time to spend Halloween. These were two really interesting episodes. Season I've been so spooked. Season seven, man, has great. been like firing on all cylinders. They really thought they were going out with a bang. Yeah, no, they did. They, had two they more did. Seasons after yeah, this. don't get too pumped for eight and nine. But there's some good stuff in there. There's some like real like eight and nine really do have like some story shit happening. Whereas mm-hmm. we don't get a ton of mythology in these episodes for season seven. It is a lot of one-offs, but they're really good one-offs. Well, two more one-offs next week, season seven, episodes 19 and 20 Hollywood AD fight club. You know what to do. If you have feedback, X files at post show recaps.com or bloom files at post show recaps.com. You can write in to us on Twitter as well at anthropology at a Mike bloom type at post show recaps. I hope you all are having a fantastic Halloween. We'll be back next week talking more spooks with Hollywood AD and Fight Club. Special thanks to Corey B for his fantastic theme song. Until next week, case closed. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.